Want to become an authority in the ancestral health community? Join the ranks of today's top experts in paleo and primal living by completing the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification, the world's premier program in the primal lifestyle principles. Start today for only a dollar down by visiting primalblueprint.com slash get hyphen certified. That's primalblueprint.com slash get hyphen certified. The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. An introduction to isometrics, how to build strength without even moving. This is a guest post from Todd Kushlikis of ashotofadrenaline.net. Warning, some of you are about to think I'm crazy. For those who haven't heard of isometrics, this strength-building concept is going to make you think I've officially walked off the deep end. Functional strength and awesome muscle mass gains without even moving? This must be some kind of joke, right? It's not. Let's do a little experiment. Stop what you're doing for a second, sit up straight, and bring your palms together, fingers pointing out about 12 inches away from you. Now, press them together as hard as you can. Breathe, breathe more, a little more, and stop. How do you feel? Arms and pecs a little tired? Well, they should be. You've just had your first introduction to palm pushes, an isometric exercise. If you're used to more conventional, dynamic strength training techniques, you might still be a little confused. How did you manage to create so much engagement without even moving a muscle? It's elementary functional anatomy, dear Watson. <laughs> when you exert force on a muscle, it has to adapt in some way. If you think about it, this is the foundation of strength training. By forcing the muscle to adapt to new changes, we encourage it to grow stronger in preparedness to meet those challenges. There's more than one way for the muscle to adapt, however. Pull out your rusty high school Greek for a second and let's define some terms. In an isotonic contraction, the contraction strength, or the tone, the tonic, stays the same, which is the iso, and the length changes. This is the kind of muscle movement we're familiar with. Isotonic contractions are how we do those little things that require lengthening and shortening of muscles, like walking or picking up objects. You know, the small stuff. Isometric contractions, however, may seem a little more confusing. How do we contract muscles without moving them or changing their length? Think back to the exercise at the beginning of this podcast. Because the hands were pressing together, their muscle length couldn't change. There was nowhere for it to go. Here, the contraction strength changes while the length, the metric, stays the same. We use this every day without even thinking about it for stuff like standing erect. It's the tone changes in our muscles that keep us constantly adapting to surroundings so we can defeat the demands of gravity. Isometric exercises take advantage of these tone contractions to build strength. Believe it or not, they are in some cases even more effective than dynamic exercises. You can really build strength without even moving. In one nine-week study, participants got a little lopsided working on one set of quadriceps with isometrics and the other with a dynamic workout. While both legs had similar increases in dynamic strength, 
the isometrically trained leg had a significantly higher increase in isometric strength. Isometrics are two for the price of one. How is this possible? Well, isometric training goes full throttle, working muscles at their maximum and for extended periods of time. Dynamic exercises, on the other hand, produce force only for split seconds before velocity and acceleration take over. Because intramuscular tension is greater and held for longer than in the dynamic exercises, isometric training achieves unique results. The father of plyometrics, Dr. Yuri Verkoshansky, supposed that a six-second isometric contraction is equivalent to numerous dynamic contractions. When you stop to think about it, it makes a lot of sense. More time at maximum tension equals greater rate of strength increase. It's like Dr. Spock logical. Adding 10 to 20 seconds of intermuscular tension per session, then, can have a surprising major effect on strength gains. Check out the piece over at Strength Nutrition 101 for more information. You'll find a link at marksdailyapple.com in this post. Now, isometrics have other fun benefits too. Recent studies have shown that these exercises can help lower blood pressure for starters. But there's a whole set of other unique benefits to isometric training that work on subtler levels. Isometrics require us to train our brains with a whole slew of awesome effects. We're going to get into a little wooey, new-agey, mind-body connection stuff for a minute. Uh, just try to think of it as strength training for your brain, making you smarter and more focused. On a basic level, these exercises increase our body awareness. In order to perform isometrics, we have to learn how to send messages to specific muscles in the body. It's easy to tune out a bit in dynamic exercise. No matter how form-conscious we are, I think everybody's just switched their brain off for a strength training workout. The bad news, with isometric exercise, that's no longer possible. Performing these exercises means consciously activating muscles. You're going to have to think. You're going to have to use your brain. Doing isometrics, then, is a little like rewiring the electrical system of your body. Or, better yet, upping the connection speed on the Wi-Fi. You'll forge and strengthen new neural patterns, cultivating powerful mind-body connections. As our world becomes more and more technology-oriented, we tend to live less and less in our physical bodies. Isometric training brings us back, reconnecting our brains with the incredible tool that is our human form. And science backs this up. There's a teeny little side note in one of the studies that I love because it tells a really revealing story. One of the subjects began the study unable to activate his quadriceps. He just couldn't do it. He'd send the signal and nothing would happen. After completing the study's isometric program, however, he was able to engage his muscles on command. The isometric training had not only strengthened his muscles, but also cultivated the connection between his brain and his body. Another study used brain MRIs to measure the effects of isometric exercises and found, quote, evidence for strength training-related change in white matter and in the healthy adult brain, end quote. Isometric changes your brain. That's some next-generation sci-fi human 2.0 type stuff. Intense as it sounds, it's hardly a new concept. 
Many ancient meditative practices such as Hatha Yoga or Tai Chi utilize long-held isometric exercises to hone the mind. Unlike dynamic exercises, isometrics don't offer us any distractions. They're self-confrontational. There's no escape route, nowhere to hide from your thoughts. A rare situation in our overstimulated smartphone rule day and age. In the stillness of an isometric exercise, unable to distract yourself with movement or check your Facebook, you're suddenly very alone with yourself. You're alone with the decision to exit the posture or stay a few more breaths. You're alone with your thoughts and feelings. This can be a scary proposition. Over time, however, you can consciously cultivate the same stillness within that isometrics cultivates without. Concentrating on these postures, regulating the breath, we find the mind becoming steady and calm. The stronger this mental state becomes, the stronger we are in the exercise. This mind-body connection creates a continual loop, with the mind growing stronger with the body and vice versa. The result is a calm, stable mental state that allows us to live a little less reactively and a little more intentionally. And while all that sounds like hippie speak, it can actually have major positive effects on your life. Alright, enough talk. Time for some action. You have lots of good incentive to get started. I've included a little taster isometric workout for you over at marksdailyapple.com in this post. Remember, these exercises are just a sample and barely scratch the surface of the wide, varied, interesting world of isometric training. You can start here and then explore. And now a few tips for before you begin. Number one, go full out. Make each contraction as tight as possible. No excuses. A 2002 study had two groups of subjects practice isometric exercises. One at 100% maximum voluntary isometric contractions and the other at 60%. While both groups had significant gains in muscle volume, the 100% group saw much higher gains than the 60% group. So go big or go home. The only exception to this is if you have high blood pressure. While isometric exercises have been shown to lower blood pressure, exercising at a higher level of intensity can cause dramatic increases in blood pressure. If you have high blood pressure, work at a lower intensity. And trust me, you'll still see results. Number two, work smart. Depending on what your goals are, you'll want to use these exercises in different ways. According to Dr. David Williams, quote, a higher number of contractions increases strength, while holding contractions longer increases muscle mass. If you're looking to bulk up, long holds are the way to go. Number three, keep it active. While long-held passive isometrics can build strength, your training will be more effective if you choose active isometrics. Active isometrics exert force to fatigue the muscles, which helps, quote, develop muscle and strength much quicker than passive isometrics such as holds and stances, end quote, according to physical culturist Jarrell Lindsay. Number four, breathe. Seriously, there are several ways you can approach the breath. The most important thing is to keep it steady, 
full and unstrained. If you don't know where to start, take a cue from some people who know a thing or two about breathing. <laughs> yoga people. Vinyasa styles of yoga often cultivate a breath with sound. Take even inhales and exhales through the nose, letting them rush through the back of your throat to create a sound like ocean waves or Darth Vader. Five breaths will be around 30 seconds. Concentrating on the breath in this way not only keeps you safe throughout your workout, it also helps cultivate a strong, steady mind. General rule of thumb, when you've stopped breathing, you've gone too far. Alright, now on to the workout. Make sure to go over to MarksDailyApple.com and find this post, because there are some photos that go along with this that'll probably help you understand what I'm talking about here, but I'll try to explain it as best I can. Wall pushes. Get into a low lunge position and place your hands on the wall at about chest level. Lean into the wall and push with all your strength. If you slide backwards, you may need to put on shoes with a good grip. It's very important to push as hard as you can in order to fatigue the muscle. Complete two or three repetitions holding for 30 seconds or longer, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. The next exercise is called the gun show. <laughs> Bring your arms to a 45 degree angle. Imagine your biceps getting tighter and tighter as you breathe in. After you complete position one, move to the next position, bringing your arms a little higher as shown in the picture over at MarksDailyApple.com. Tighten as much as you can and then relax. Then move on to the third position. Tighten as much as possible and then relax. Move with the breath, holding each position for one long inhale and moving to the next as you exhale. Repeat two or three times, resting for 20 to 30 seconds between sets. The next one is called wall extensions. Stand with your back toward the wall. Bend over at the waist and place the outer edges of your fist on both hands against the wall. Push with all your strength against the wall. You'll notice your tricep muscles fully engage. Complete two or three repetitions, holding for 30 seconds or longer, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. The next exercise is called field goal pushes. Stand about one to two inches away from the wall facing outward. Raise your arms up so they're parallel to the floor, placing your elbows in a 90 degree angle. Your arms should look like a field goal. Push your elbows and forearms into the wall as hard as you can. You should feel this in the middle of your back. If you don't, try placing your arms perpendicular to the floor. Complete two to three repetitions, holding for 30 seconds or longer and resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. The next exercise is called basic abdominal isometric or the triangle. Massive core muscle engagement while just sitting there. Imagine a triangle made by your floating rib and the spot just beneath your navel. Sitting on the floor, spine straight, exhale to draw the floating ribs toward the spine and activate the lower abdominals. As you inhale, maintain the activation of this triangle, trying to keep the shoulders down as the rib cage expands. Complete two to three repetitions, holding for 30 seconds or longer, 
resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. Try growing the length of the hold over time, eventually completing one repetition of two to five minutes. Make sure to build this slowly though. The next exercise is called turtle crunch. This unique isometric ab exercise is an extreme activation of the triangle. If you couldn't quite figure out the triangle before, you definitely will after experiencing this one. Position yourself on the floor, face down in the fetal position. Cross your arms in front of you and rest against your knees and thighs. Use your abs to curl your upper body into your thighs while using your arms as a point of resistance. Push as hard as you can for 30 seconds or longer. Complete two to three repetitions, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. The next exercise is plank. You're probably at least a little familiar with this one if you're listening to this podcast, but place your hands under your shoulders and extend your legs behind you so you're flat like a board, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles in one line. Now, make it active. Press back through the feet, reaching the chest forward and engaging the triangle. Breathe. Aim to hold for at least one minute. Repeat two to three times, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. The next exercise is push-up hold. From the plank position, exhale into a push-up, keeping the elbows in and gaze forward. Don't forget to continue engaging that triangle. If you feel any discomfort in your lower back, you've lost your abdominal support and it's time to back out. Aim for at least 30 seconds. Repeat two to three times, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. And the final exercise is called wall sit. Stand with your back against the wall, feet hip width apart. Bend your knees, bringing your thighs parallel to the ground. Avoid leaning forward and keep your core engaged and your sternum lifted. Press down through your heels into the ground and try to squeeze your feet together, engaging your inner thighs. Aim to hold for at least 30 seconds and repeat two to three times, resting for 45 to 60 seconds between reps. Well, that's it for today, folks. Make sure to check out Todd's bodyweight exercise blog at a shot of adrenaline.net. Got a passion for Primal? Join Mark Sisson on a mission to save the world. Become a Primal Blueprint certified expert today. With our dollar down payment program, it's easier than ever. Just pay $1 to start and $89 a month for the next 12 months. The Primal Blueprint Expert Certification is the most comprehensive online Primal Paleo certification program of its kind. Explore the fascinating world of ancestral health from the comfort of your own home with this premier multimedia experience. Perfect for health and fitness professionals, as well as individuals looking to up-level their primal practice. Visit primalblueprint.com slash get certified to put a dollar down today.